Welcome listeners to Yeah Aha uh-huh with Lisa and Phil and our co-host Aaron. This week we're talking to Eli Hello. Leckinger, Aaron's son, and we're going to be talking about um, Japanese movies, uh, Godzilla, The Returner, who, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure everybody's kind of familiar with Godzilla, but The Returner is kind of similar to a, um, a Matrix style character. Um, he's got those kind of matrix moves uh, when he gets stops bullets. Stops bullets. Yeah. Yep. He can he can see the bullets. He can stop the bullets. Um, so there's a big you know, long leather duster jacket. Yep. Right. He's got a lot of the same things going on. Sunglasses. Similar look. Now what? Yeah, what we yeah, wonder yeah. is, um, yeah, he did. He, I mean, he didn't have them on all the time, but then neither did Neo. But um, yeah. what is it? My only question is, uh, which came first, you know? Do you know, Eli? The Matrix came first. The Matrix came first? Okay. The Matrix was 1999, Returners 2002. Okay. But it's good, and it's a a variation on the premise, which I liked. Matrix Uh has the aliens as evil, whereas the Returner, um, well, it's a slightly different storyline. Yeah. It's it's the Matrix meets E.T., yeah. 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 Exactly. That's what that's I, what we were thinking. I didn't I wasn't gonna bring mm-hmm. up the E. T. thing because I thought maybe mm-hmm. Eli might think, well that's mm-hmm. it's not E. T. He would probably well, no, they, that it's not E. T. Ripping ripping off Spielberg as well as uh, yeah. the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's yeah. Okay. All fair game. It was a very enjoyable movie. And mm-hmm. Philip even got into it to the point where he kind of went back and, and rewatched some stuff he wasn't sure about. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know, sometimes when you watch foreign films and and you know with the subtitles and it can you're be, so busy as, reading yeah, that you don't always see cold. what's going on. And yeah, I, I do that too. I I've got to rewind a lot because I'm yeah. always reading subtitles. Yeah. Right. Even in English, I'm always reading subtitles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we have. I have that. I love. I read everything. I I'm. It doesn't matter. It's uh, which was really nice when. Um, Philip's mother and I would watch um, Swamp People. It's this show. It's a reality show called Swamp People. And it's these people that... that it's, not like, it's not like Swamp Thing. No, no. No, it's a reality show. They hunt gators. Yeah. But uh, they all... That kind of Swamp People. Thick Louisiana Cajun Patois that you, you literally need the subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. See, the thing a, lot of, a lot of BBC stuff, I need the subtitles too. Yeah, yeah. But, but what I was getting at, though, is the characters, a lot of times in these foreign movies, it's mm-hmm. difficult to uh, project sympathy or um, passion or, uh, you know, really like, you know, to, to someone who speaks English. For you. For me. Right. Uh-huh. I was getting to it's, the point that yeah. this movie had a very poignant kind of sub-story yeah. that was engaging and immersive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was definitely a... Um, unusually you know. so, I think. Mm-hmm. So, so, Eli, what's, uh, what got you fascinated in these types of movies? That is a very good question with no easy answer that I could fathom. I mean, they're, they're kind of off the grid. I mean, uh, you can't... I don't know, maybe yeah. the Esquire carries them or maybe... Some art mm-hmm. house type movie houses will carry mm-hmm. them, but you got you really got to seek them, right? I mean, it's yeah in the theaters, yeah, yeah. Returner but, was released in theaters in the U.S. 
in 2003 mm-hmm. for a limited run. Did you get to see it in the theater? No, I didn't know about he, it. Until... He would have been two years old. Yeah. Oh, good point. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like with me, um, I became obsessed with the monkeys when I was, you know, like a tween. You Are know, you familiar with the monkeys? 10, 11, yes. 12 years old. Yeah. Okay, good. And uh, what I did not, oh, I was in love. I was going to marry Davy Jones. My mom informed me I was not going to marry Davy Jones for the simple reason that the actual TV show ran the year I was born. <laughs> so I was watching 15-year-old repeats or something, you know? In the, yeah. in the same so, way. In the, in right. the same way, I can't marry Takeshi Kaneshiro because he was, he was 30 years old during Returner. Ah, well, there you are. So mm-hmm. to, uh, you said a name there. Mm-hmm. That's Miyamoto. Okay, Miyamoto. Miyamoto. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think you fell in love with Mitsuguchi. Or, how is his pr- name pronounced? Mitsuguchi, played by Goro Kishitani. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we were in Los Angeles and visiting you, you wore uh, a duster along with A Miyamoto uh, outfit yeah. was for that, Halloween. Was that Miyamoto? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, thought I recognized that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he showed us the uh, the, the gun, tech, right? You know, the bracelet, yeah. that kind and of stuff. The... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you made that stuff. It's uh, uh, right. The card. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. You even got the one with the bullet. Neat. Yeah, the the alien metal plate and the one with the bullet yeah. in it. And the yeah. magnetron. Oh, cool. It's all coming together. It's all made now, is that a, now. Is that a tattoo or is that permanent or is that just makeup? No, that's a, that's a so, little magnet. magnet. Oh, tape. the magnet thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bomb. Yeah, um, right. Right. Bomb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fake bomb she used. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. pretty clever with the uh-huh. gun behind the back trick. Yeah. And I, I liked how she did the. Uh, uh, she kept calling it al dente. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, the only thing I would have liked is I would have liked to see her appear in the future and have her little brother run up and jump into her arms. <laughs> that would have made the movie perfect. Of course, you know, yeah, leaves it open for possibilities. Yeah, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, because her character is Millie, right. They call they call her brother Milio behind the scenes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> a little bit of uh, mm-hmm. yeah backstage mm-hmm. fun facts. Yeah, he's, he yeah. was telling me yeah. things that it's like from the novelization this and that, and I'm like, right. oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Now is that a novel novel like a regular written or is it a uh, uh, graphic? So it's regular written regular novel book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. In Japanese or English? In Japanese. I don't have it, but I've I've found sources online in Japanese that have information regarding it. Right. Now, um, you've uh, taught yourself to read Japanese. Do you also speak it? Not as well as I write it. Okay. And do you have a, uh, have you considered or do you have a Japanese pen pal online, someone you can talk to? I do not. No? You might no. want to seek that. That is a good idea. Yeah. yeah. And you can help them with their English and they can help you with your Japanese. Does knowing one, it, it's kind of like if you go to Europe and you know German, 
Um, it's not that far off to know French and Italian because they're uh, all like based the in the same pool. So mm-hmm. the question is, does that happen with the with some of the Asian languages? Um, with with Sino based languages, mm-hmm. with Japanese, basically, mm-hmm. when you learn kanji, which is different from the phonetic structural elements mm-hmm. like hiragana, for example. Mm. You could just, you could just, you could just learn the same kanji characters in Chinese, but apply them with different sounds phonetically. Okay. Mm. So there's just that variation is is phonetic more than often. So the written language, but would the written language be comparable? I mean, how close are they written? They are oftentimes very very similar to the point where aside from using things like hiragana and katakana phonetics Mm -hmm. and transliteration especially Mm -hmm. it it would be like a chinese person could read the kanji characters but not the phonetic not the hiragana or katakana characters those are those are domestic to japanese And, and would that be more of like a regional thing like colloquial uh, not quite like that, I don't think. But... Not like a dialect. But no, it's, it's not a dialect. But it's a, it's kind, kind of the way, you know, if somebody were to run into somebody from Cincinnati, Jersey, and the Deep South, we'd almost... Well, if, if one of the three had different alphabet, then yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got think it. Of it. Think of it this way. I'm learning Kansai dialect of Japanese, which is, you still know all of the writing systems, but there are terms and mm-hmm. accents that apply differently. Like mm-hmm. in in standard Japanese, you say arigato uh, to say mm-hmm. thank you. But in mm-hmm. Kansai, you say arigato with an mm-hmm. elongated sound. And then you often add okini, which means, literally means very big, but is is another word for thank you. Okay. It's, okay. It's seen among like Tokyo region. It's seen as sounding like a business transaction because Kansai region is like the was the trade capital of Japan for a long time. Okay. So the dialect is kind of mm-hmm. businessy sounding, kind of, like everybody sounds like a merchant. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, this has to be a journey you kind of took on your own here. I mean, like. Yeah, I didn't push it on him. <laughs> there, are no cla- there are no classes, right? There's no, uh, mm. no they didn't teach us. Well, uh, um, Eli's homeschool. So, right, right. right. Yeah. So is this a course of study that you chose, like while you were still, you know, in school, so to speak? I mean, now you're older. Yeah. Like, when um, did you get started? Yeah. I first took interest in learning Japanese around 2012, maybe, and okay. first dedicated to it in 2015. So okay. I would have been what, 14 when. Mm-hmm. 14 when you started? Mm-hmm. 11. Or 14 when you got serious? Yeah, 14 when I got serious, 11 when I got started. Okay. Well, I remember when you visited the first time, the first time we met you. Um, you came with your father to Cincinnati, and uh, and you were pulling double duty. You were not only visiting Cincinnati, you were, uh, then you go to Chicago also. For yeah. Right, for the 
Godzilla Fest. Yeah, so you're very... Oh, Godzilla Fest? Uh-huh. Very, very interested in Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. G-Fest. G-Fest, yeah. right. Now, did did your... Um, did you start with Godzilla? Was that your initial... That I kind of think so. That was yeah. what got me into Japan and Asian culture in general, yes. Okay. And I, rem- I remember you, you were talking <laughs> about the different for lack of a better word, iterations of Godzilla, the different... Um, uh, the eras, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the canon. Yeah, you want to run down the what the eras are? The mm-hmm. Shoah series. They're related to the emperor's name, right? The first two are, yes, and then the latest one. Um, the Shoah series is named for Emperor Hirohito, whose official title is Shoah, which means, like, Peaceful Harmony, I believe. And then there's Emperor Akihito Heisei. The Showa series, the, Sh- the Showa period began in 1926 and ended in 1989. The Showa series, in terms of Godzilla, started 1954, ended 1975. The Heisei, the Heisei period began in 1989, ended in 2019. The Heisei series began in 1984, before the Heisei period, and ended in 1995. And then there's the Millennium series, from starting with the one you watched, Godzilla 2000 Millennium, in 1999. And then it ended in 2004 with Godzilla Final Wars. And now, from 2019 onward, it is the Rewa period. And so the Rewa series started arguably in 2014 or 2016, depending on whether you consider the MonsterVerse, the American movies, as part of it. So the, the American film series the, the monsterverse started in 2014 mm-hmm. and is now currently going on the same with the Rewa series that's going on still mm-hmm. yeah wow so that's, that's, now, yeah it's like ancient age now in the <laughs> millennium that we watched um uh-huh. godzilla came across as uh i know that there are there's like some of them are where he's like malicious sometimes benevolent right. sometimes he's malicious neutral. right mm-hmm. this one was neutral okay is that do you prefer do you have a preference number one and number two why did you particularly because the the i know that this is one of the ones you flagged as you know hey you guys should watch this uh, so what all, was it about millennium that you thought we should get into um I have no preference personally, but probably if I had to pick, I'd probably say neutral. And um, my initial recommendation was Godzilla Final Wars. I thought being kind of a, a movie that amalgamates the whole series into one, I thought it would be a good starting point to familiarize. But um, Godzilla 2000 Millennium, that that one's good because you don't have to follow the other movies. Like you could just, uh, you've muted. I can't hear you. Oh yeah. Philip tends to mute us. Yeah. I I follow Aaron's lead on that. Clicks, clicks, clicks. When you're going through something, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to complete a thought. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that we don't interrupt Mm -hmm. you. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it is very much, a, it seems like a standalone. It felt very complete from start to finish. All right. Um, yeah. We went rogue there. Uh, we got su- your suggestions on what to, to, to watch, but then when I went to find them, I couldn't find them in Slack and then I couldn't find them in messenger. So finally we kind of just, you know, kind of picked one that we thought, you know, right. But um, yeah, I didn't realize that. I, did, I thought I put that was those. Of... I put those comments in a weird place, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got so okay. many. We got a lot of channels in Slack. I mean, that's getting. That's getting well, now we're definitely <laughs> going to have to watch Final Wars. Yeah, yeah. Final yeah. Wars is the one I watched, and um, not, yeah, that was a fun one because it seemed to have all the monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. You know, it, pretty much name a monster, and he was in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, are we? Did we finish talking about Returner? Are we still talking about it at all? I, th- I um, thought the the villain in that or some something really I, I don't know what it was, but he was a really villainous villain. Yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely a bad guy. But <laughs> He's I, got I the patent leather white was... shoes. There's something yeah. weird about his whole vibe. He's got like right, right. sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah, but he just didn't seem to be. He was all ambition with no backup, you know? (laughs) So he was... To me, he was the the mobster boss who would eventually be taken down by somebody smarter than him. Like like they say in Godzilla Final Wars, um, Mm -hmm. one who relies solely on power will be consumed or will will be destroyed by it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's a good quote. Yeah. I did recognize one guy in Final Wars, the American guy, Captain Gordon, um, from G Fest. We were we were at, at something where he spoke, and then like the next day, we saw him at breakfast or lunch in the lobby of the or the restaurant of the hotel we were staying at. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's I don't know if the guy's an Eagles fan, but his name is uh, Don Fry. It's like a toss up between Don Henley and Glenn Fry. I don't know. <laughs> mm. and if he's an eagle fan which kind of eagle <laughs> there you go well, yeah. oh, well you know since we're talking about that film at the convention there seemed like there was an actor that you were excited or interested in meeting was that um uh megami odaka she's she's known for appearing in six consecutive godzilla movies and being the the most recurring character of the entire franchise. She's oh. she has psychic powers and could communicate with Godzilla. So kind of similar to the uh, the little miniature girls from yes. the island. Okay. Yes, she she has a connection with them too, and they give her Mothra symbol earrings. Give her like a connection to Mothra. Okay. Wow. So did you get to meet the meter? I did. Yeah. He's, oh. Designed my Blu-ray of her debut Godzilla movie. Cool. I don't know if you could see that through the chroma key, I'll have, probably have to turn this off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were. Um, I think if you just hold it still in front of the camera, it might. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. There we go. It's a little. There's nice. the autograph nice. there. Yeah. Okay. Godzilla Bolin. Versus Biolav. Biolante. Where's the, the signature? Right there, lower right. Right along the, yeah. 
Oh, okay. I see it now. <laughs> that was her, right across her the end and the T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you do you have any enjoyment in the American versions of the Godzilla movies? There is only one American Godzilla movie that I like. It's the 2014 one directed by Gareth Edwards, who did Rogue One, a Star Wars story. That's the one with um, Breaking Brian. Bad. Yeah, Brian Cranston. Okay. One He's with, in one with Malcolm's dad. Yeah. <laughs> and I also have the. Biology poster up there. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. What was the poster that we saw at the movies? We took a picture we of it. We took a picture of it. Yeah. That was the original. Shin Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh, the original yeah. Godzilla. I was uh I was tempted. I was like, Philip, get some popcorn while I take the poster. Yeah, yeah. We we're almost <laughs> trying to figure out how we could confiscate that thing. That I was gonna steal it for you. <laughs> But now we don't do stuff like that. No, no. He wouldn't help me. Prov- he wouldn't help me. <laughs> I'm. You'd have totally done I'm, it. Oh, yeah, I probably would have. I probably would have because I would have thought of it as more of a prank than a, you know, larceny. Right. Although it's probably worth a little something on who knows. Well, if it's an original poster, I mean. Right, it would right. Be, yeah. yeah. But then again, you know, we don't want to, I don't want to risk getting banned from our favorite art theater places yeah. so you know plus they have the best popcorn yeah, they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. at the, real at the butter fest, uh-huh. when i when i met her at the fest uh-huh. I, I gave her like a little tiny gold folding fan oh like, well, nice. less, less than an inch tall and wide yeah. but it, it it works it folds yeah that is cool worked a little magic on her too i guess <laughs> probably like that mm-hmm. yeah um mm-hmm. why don't we go ahead and stick our commercial break in here uh-huh. for our sponsor and okay. then when we come back we'll talk a little bit more with eli about mm-hmm. all things japanese yeah. so so you started around 14 you started to learn the language and mm-hmm. um seriously yeah i mean it's such mm-hmm. a disciplined pursuit it's one of the most yeah. difficult languages in the world to learn right i mean it's yeah. kind of amazing Number three. Yeah. well it is for us if you're coming from where you've yeah you've from trained. a native english speaker's point of view it's third hardest language next to uh arabic and then chinese as number one right and what that is is uh the theory behind that to my learning is that um the base of our language is, especially once you've gotten past a certain point in age, um, the base of our language is so ingrained and inset, it makes it harder to learn a completely new language base. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's a very serious pursuit. I wonder, mm-hmm. does your, um, does your, do your interests spill over? into uh, culinary uh, i mean do you do you enjoy i know you enjoyed um asian food because when you were here we went and had mm-hmm. a, 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 that was a chinese restaurant uncle right? yips yeah yeah um so mm-hmm. i mean it, 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 does it carry over into other facets of your your, your life it seems like it has a multi influence over different aspects of your life already but i'm wondering mm-hmm. how all you know what else do you mm-hmm. kind of pull it into well um for, for example, as you said, culinary, I make tamagoyaki, the Japanese omelet, which is 
Oh, those are good. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a, a, is that anything like Egg Foo Young? I think Um, I've had both, but I'm not 100% sure. Because Egg Foo Young is basically an omelet that you get like at Chinese places. Mm. Tamagoyaki is, you take two eggs per person per, per serving and a tablespoon of sugar, mirin, which is cooking sake, and soy sauce, tamari, and you mix it all together into a batter, essentially. And you pour thin layers into a special rectangular frying pan and keep you, you keep flipping it until it's like one perfect square. And so that's tamagoyaki. We had egg you know, so they've probably Americanized it at the restaurants we've gone to. That does sound good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, does it get a little fluffy or does yeah, it... I don't think Eli's had egg foo young. No, no. Egg foo young is uh, it's basically like a uh, it's basically kind of a almost a, I would say it's more of like an Asian frittata. It's got Asian flavors, you know, sesame, tamarind, soy. Um, and then it's also got um, onion and, and the kind of the, the big few veggies. And then you can get it with tofu, meat, you know, any of the above. And it's, uh, it's I'm, I know that it's fried. I think it might partially be baked the way you, you kind of like finish a frittata in the oven. But I'm not 100% on that. And then it's served with a brown gravy if you want it. I usually get mine yeah, without the they're, they're entirely different things. Yeah, yeah. The, the one Eli gets, the one Eli makes is like, um, it's like a loaf at the end and you cut it into yeah. rectangles. Yeah, you cut it into little segments. Okay. So, I mean, does it. it like get high and fluff kind of? No. Not, or is it more of really. a flat? Okay. A little bit. What makes it, what makes it stand up that high? What? Piling it, like it's. It's, so you cook it's a layer, better. Cook a layer, cook a layer. You flip a layer onto a layer onto a layer until okay. it's a square. Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. How long does it take? I know it's a tedious looking thing when I watch you do it. And he has a special pan for it. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I can't give you an exact time, but uh, just until the batter runs out and it's all cooked. I try to cook it a little light so it's some of the batter isn't fully cooked. Like it's... Mm-hmm. It gets kind of a soft scramble style. Yeah. 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 It's now the best thing ever. Yeah. It's the best thing ever. Hi, Luca. Good to see you. Yeah. That's a perfect segue because I was just about to ask. You got a pretty big clan there, especially when Haley comes over with the kids and, uh, you mm-hmm. know, with Luca and your Have you ever brothers. cooked that for everybody? Do you ever cook family dinner like on Sunday and make it an Asian dinner? Uh, Lars has. Yeah. Kind of cooked dinner for everybody, yeah. and, and often does, but not so much Eli. Um, on, exact, I... on exactly one occasion, I made doriyaki for everybody. Do you know what that is? No. It, it, is... It, yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> oh, Let's it, pretend we don't, for the listeners' sake, even if we did. <laughs> I'm not pretending. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's essentially two little flat, almost pancake-like buns smushed together with. Azuki bean paste, like mm-hmm. sweet red bean paste. Okay. Basically, like a little pancake sandwich made of. Okay. That. Okay. Mm. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to try. 
mm-hmm. next time you come. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also mm-hmm. want, okay, so I know we've been a little all over the place, but one question I neglected to ask you when we we're talking about film is I'm kind of a fan of the films of Akira Kurosawa, mm-hmm. Seven Samurai and Ron. Mm-hmm. Um, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, do you like do you like that type of uh, medieval? Yeah, Chanbara. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I just you know I wonder uh, this uh, mm-hmm. Seven Samurai was um, mm-hmm. reimagined as the Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. And the Bugs Life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, I'm acting like I know that, but I did not know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, you don't watch cartoons. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. so why do you feel like do you feel like what's in you know why 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 the need to reimagine or reinterpret it for American audiences? Why why would not the appreciation already be there for the the work of this you know master mm-hmm. director? You know, I can't answer that because I haven't watched The Magnificent Seven, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, I would say it's more. I, I would say it's more a tribute to the story structure because mm-hmm. it it is among one of the right. one of one of the better stories to tell, I would think. Yeah. And then there's also the Hidden Fortress, which they made into Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah Star Wars is the seven. Is that more based on the Hidden Fortress or was that more based on the books? Or okay. are the books based on well, the, the Star Wars, there are books that you can read. So Hidden Fortress. Yeah, but those were, those were originally that it was novelizations of the movie, and then the books were right. written after. Yeah. Like oh, really? Middle. Okay. Okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I remember sixth grade, I read, the, I read the novelization of the movie, and it basically is exactly that. There's not much more to okay. it than what, right. what is in the movie. So. Oh, okay. It's, so it's they, like, they wrote the books after the movie. I did not realize that. Yeah, that's so they, it, they did that with Returner and it has a lot to offer that's not in the movie, to my understanding. Ah, okay. Mm, that's cool. Yeah, like you remember I the what mm. was this gonna say? I guess uh, I guess you're saying that imitation is a sincerest form. form of flattery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like yeah. Returner. Think yeah. about Returner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Takashi Yamazaki made it as a, a tribute to American action movies of the time, like The Matrix, yeah. Mad Max, mm-hmm. and then science fiction like Independence Day. Before, Before that, that, he had a film, another, another film, film with Dan Suzuki in it called Juvenile, mm-hmm. which which was a tribute to the American kids' adventure movies of the 1980s, like Goonies and E.T. Mm-hmm. And there's some ET in his next film, Returner. Yeah, right, okay. right, yeah. That, that, so those are those are not by accident that we saw ET and that. I mean, that was uh, no. an homage. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the Matrix. You know, he, he he looked like the character from the Matrix a little mm-hmm. bit. And those things are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see that. No, I uh, yeah. I have to ask about Ang Lee, uh, the director. Ang, Ang Lee. Yeah, because not unlike Weird Al Yankovic. I share a birthday with Lang Angley as well. His birthday is October twenty third. So where are you? I mean, do you like his movies at all? Do you follow them? Honestly, they haven't been my cup of tea. I think Eli's frozen. 
Oh. I've only watched Crafting Tiger Hidden Dragon. Okay. Out of his movies. Yeah. That style. Yeah, just. Eh. I remember I, that was I wildly popular. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen his Incredible Hulk movie, but no? to my understanding, it's not great. Yeah, I, yeah, no. That's that's the two I've seen. Mm-hmm. And mm. uh, there was another one that I tried to watch, and I was just like, mm, yeah, no, I'm good. I remember mm-hmm. Crouching Tiger was huge. Yeah, very. When it came out. And my dad I, dragged me to that. Yeah. Yeah. He I, took me to my brother. I adore that movie. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all right. It just, yeah. I was like, I don't know, that kind mm-hmm. of movie, that's, it's just not my thing, yeah. you know? Solomon, well, if it's not, you want to make not. an appearance, dude? What about, okay, mm-hmm. you're a young man. Mm-hmm. What about video games? Are you a gamer at all? Not in the slightest. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, you guys used to play Minecraft all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's a game, not being a gamer. Well, what I was getting to is there's some very good mm-hmm. Japanese-based game. There's a game called Eco that's just an amazing yeah. Game. It was for PS2 I, and it was I have incredibly limited video game knowledge. Yeah. They are not my thing. Yeah, that yeah. We're it was uh that's all right, but I think we got about twenty minutes in, thirty minutes well, in. Uh, typically and, we got to something in that we could not get past. Yeah. <laughs> right. And yeah. I even tried to find cheat codes for it and I couldn't find them. I mean, I love video games, but I just love watching the cutscenes and playing the game casually and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't like it when I look down, my fingers are all red and I'm getting calluses because I'm so intense. Right. You know, I just like to take it easy. Yeah, and these yeah. are these are more like PS3, not not like the computer versions. I've always been we that have, way. we played them on the, the gaming system. I always adjust all the settings back so that I can beat it. Mm-hmm. I don't like mm-hmm. try to compete against the top. Right, levels. right. <laughs> and, and me, uh, then I get online, I get my ass kicked. There were a few games I liked in uh, in in like uh, what was the system sixty four? Yeah. What was it called? It wasn't on Nintendo. Nintendo. Uh, Maybe Nintendo, but we would had PS. We always had PlayStation. Yeah, we always had like the very beginning, but then once we got into where they have that thing with perspective, where you can like look around. Yeah, ever since they've had that thing where you can look three sixty, I end up dying with my face in either the corner of the ceiling or face down on the floor. Um, And I mean, we're talking like two minutes later, I'm dead. It's over. Yeah, I can't even steal a car in Grand Theft Auto. Ryder and uh, Austin yeah. have they have uh, what is it a Nintendo Switch or something? Mm. They they call it the Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> the Nintendo. That's cute. <laughs> That's funny. Like <laughs> if you're teaching someone to enjoy what you enjoy, what where do you guide someone to like get them started? That. It is a good question. I don't know if he's ever taught anyone to enjoy uh, what he enjoys. Well, uh, but I mean, if someone showed interest. Well, he, he tries to tell them what movies to watch, and then they right. totally ignore him and watch whatever. <laughs> and watch whatever they can find. Yeah. <laughs> I actually thought that the Millennium movie was one of the ones chosen, so I was tricked. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know how to how to answer that, but. Yeah, if if someone was interested already, where would you tell them to start? What do you mean? 
she she phrased it if you were trying to get someone into what you're into oh. if someone was already showing an inclination what would you recommend to them you know if they they said oh i want to learn japanese or i want to you know, oh. where should they start to learn japanese is the, there is a starting point like you have to learn the two charts first of 46 46 uh syllable 46 mm-hmm. syllables oh there are 46 syllables, which are the hiragana and katakana charts. They're the same 46 syllables, but in different characters for like phonetics and grammar. And then there's kanji, which has. So that's if that's if you're a musician, that's like learning your scales, learning the 46 syllables. Yeah. And then there's there kanji, 5,000 plus kanji. Oh, no, just those. There's a question. The, the, the yeah, that's all. <laughs> No wonder it's hard. Yeah. Here's a question that just occurred to me. Who, who would you say right now mm-hmm. is the most influential Japanese American figure who's come to this country and just taken it by storm? Mm. Like at one point, someone may have said, you may have said, uh, I was going to say Yao Ming, but mm. Yao Ming was Chinese. He was Chinese, yeah. All the ones that jumped to my mind are Chinese, too. Yeah. Well, no, I had a Japanese teacher, Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Yamaguchi. Yeah. Um, I think that was his. Yeah, I think that was how you pronounced it. And um, I mean, he was born in America, but he had Japanese ancestry. In mm-hmm. fact, I believe his parents had been in the concentration camp, the camps here in America. Um, but um, but he was born a little bit later than that. Uh, but. He uh, he said that one way one of his soapbox speeches was about the fact that eight in in like Japanese people had longer last names, longer names, period. And Chinese people had shorter ones. So a Ming was probably Chinese and a Yakamoto was probably Japanese. And And that's a generalization. Yeah, they have a they have a different. They have a different syllable structure. That's why, like, oh, okay. It, in Japanese, you can't end a word with G. Like, you can't say Ming. Mingu oh, okay. would be would be Japanese transliteration of Ming. Mingu. Okay. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the type of inflection that you would not detect. In, you know, yeah. Now easily. we've had. I've I've gone to doctor's appointments and had the uh, staff uh, be like, "Oh, you're not Asian." Because H U E Y, and they would pronounce it Hui, and I have no idea if that is an Asian name. Actually, it's just you know, I've I've been, I've had. I know plenty of H U I, but I I don't. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. Uh, that's what yeah. comes to mind when I think of Hui as a name. Yeah, right, exactly. That would be H-U-I, and it would be like Mrs. Hui, Mrs. Hui, and I'm like Mr. Wiggins, Mr. Wiggins. Like, wait a minute, that might be me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It takes a minute to sink in. Yeah, you know. it's like, uh, like nope, no, 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 you know, okay, maybe. <laughs> but then conversely, when I'm on the phone and I tell people my name, I'll even say Lisa Huey, H-U-E-Y. And the next thing you know, I get to the doctor's appointment and they want to know where Mrs. Hughes is. And I'm like, how'd you get H-U-G-H-E-S from Huey? Anytime I have a dental appointment, they would say, Ellie? <laughs> really, <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many Eli's are there out there? 
Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I've yeah. never heard of Ellie spelled E L I. Yeah, who would yeah. go there? Who would go there? Who would, yeah. who Somebody. Would it, I remember it's one dentist office. They always called Liam Lim. Yeah. yeah. Lim? No, that's Liam. That's what I said. Lim. Uh huh. No. No, you didn't. No. But whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know as we wind down here, as they uh-huh. say, you know, it's mm-hmm. like. We've had a lot of fun here, but, you know, you think about the Japanese people, um, a lot of bad things came out of World War II. And I think, you know, not to go to a dark place, but I mean, I feel like Japanese people have uh, their mm-hmm. momentum in this country has been stunted a little bit. By... Japanese Americans were definitely, um, I mean, German Americans didn't get put into camps. Let's just put it point blank because half of Cincinnati would have been in a concentration camp. I mean, I think it's a, it's it's during World War II if they did that. It's such a vibrant culture that it's contributed so much. It was definitely race based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that sometimes it's, there's just a little bit of slowness to the Mm -hmm. receptiveness of it too. And that's turning, you know, it's changing. Actually though, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, but with the release of information, the, 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 you know, the, how they would release some information after 50 years later, it was kept secret. And then after 50 years, you got the Freedom of Information Act. Japan actually made it to Oregon. They bombed Oregon. Uh, what? Yeah. They bombed the forests of Oregon. Unfortunately, when they got there, it was the rainy season. So it didn't have much of an effect. And the um, they didn't have the wherewithal to return. They, you know, the. Um, hmm. Yeah. Look at Seriously. Up. Look. Yeah. I will look. Mm-hmm. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Yak. Oh. Doctor High School. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, Kamikaze uh, but, yeah. strikes again. Yep. Kamikaze. <laughs> they Kamikaze the forests of Oregon, but it didn't really have an effect because they were trying to uh, get our lumber, um, you know, have a really, really major effect on our lumber production. And um, yeah, you know, know, the state forest you know, on fire. Pacific Northwest. December 9th, 1942. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set, yeah. The Pacific Northwest. A Japanese float plane. Just rained for a bunch of years or for a bunch of months, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, Seattle. I was about to say, yeah. too bad that it was Oregon, right? It wasn't, wasn't uh, Washington. A device you can hold in your hand. But did you I just... get the state right, Aaron? Um, or did they Oregon. just say, okay, yeah, I thought so. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. We actually can no longer say we are the only country that was not invaded by a foreign power while at war with them. While at war. While at war. Because we're talking about Pearl Harbor, too. Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was that preceded the war. That preceded the war. After yeah. war was declared. Yeah. Because we had, they had been, you know, touting. This that. preceded Pearl Harbor, too. Yeah. September 9th, 1942. Oh, okay. Pearl Harbor was okay. December 7th. Okay. Well, there you are. Hmm. There's, there's a movie from the director of Returner, Takashi Yamazaki, my favorite director. And uh-huh. it's called The Great War of Archimedes. It's, it's about how they withheld the budget information about the battleship Yamato. And basically, it's a a, a sort of film about the espionage involved in that. And at the end, they reveal 
and I don't know if this is true or not, but mm -hmm. they they built the Yamato to end the war as quickly as possible because the people in charge of it knew that the higher ups who commissioned it that 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 they knew that the war was crazy and that it shouldn't have happened. So they wanted to create Yamato as the symbol of like that they 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 wanted to create so as to create even more pride than Japan already had. Mm -hmm. And then they knew it would be destroyed and that it would wreck all the hope of Japan winning the war mm. and that it would all end as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Do you want to discuss the projects you've been working on? Like your screenplay or whatever uh, and the other thing? Millennium question real quick. Uh, I wanted to ask one real quick Millennium question. The, okay. uh, the, the, the government officials, CH, whatever it was, it was, it was always in English on the like the copters and everything but cci um, crisis control intelligence right crisis control intelligence the cei uh the cci director when he yeah do you think that it kind of felt like he was almost suicidal when he allowed himself to be killed i mean do you think that was kind of a sorry for what i tried to blow you up kind of a deal that's a good question, but first I have to ask, did you watch the English dub or the Japanese version? Uh, we watched the, uh, uh, it was not dubbed. It was okay. a Japanese version, and we, we, we read the subtitles. Okay. There is an English dubbed one. I, we might uh -huh. want to watch that as well to, like, you know, because it's, I know translation same. doesn't always come across. Yeah, but the English dub, well, the reason I asked is that's the okay. one Godzilla dub that was made in America pretty much after the okay. bad remake and they kind of changed story elements. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to ask if you, which version you watched. Right. So to answer your question, I, I, I think it had more to do with just the, just how he, 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 as he said, he'd never been that close to Godzilla before. Mm. And yeah, as mm -hmm. supposedly a very power hungry person he mm -hmm. he he the basically just him. the power consumed him so he just decided to scream godzilla one last time before he's mm -hmm. crushed to oblivion yeah <laughs> yeah because i mean you know that was the situation when he was when he was blowing up the building while the people were still in it and he knew they were in it and right, he, right. he's basically, in a sense, committing murder. The scientist was in there. Yeah. The mm -hmm. Yeah. But Aaron asked okay. about his projects. So Aaron asked about your projects. Thank you for answering that yeah. question. Um, so projects. I, I was going to bring it up, actually, when you were asking about if my, my interest in Japanese culture translates into other means, mm. or Asian culture, I should say. Uh -huh. um, in the story that I'm writing, it's 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 set in an amalgamation of the Showa Heisei and Millennium series of Godzilla movies, but okay. it's that that's just the universe it's set in. While I have my own original stories linking from Tokyo SOS to Godzilla Final Wars, so mm -hmm. it has my own original characters, okay, and then a historical subplot 
about their past lives, which the story is about a, a, a young woman from the Amis tribe of Aboriginal Taiwan, Formosa, during the Dutch East India Company's colonization. And mm-hmm. so she, she has to lead her people to Infant Island, where Mothra is from. So mm-hmm. they try to seek Mothra's protection. But as is often the case in the Godzilla films, the current Mothra is old and frail and her children are not hatched yet. Uh, so so the the tiny priestesses they give her a stone which appears in Godzilla Tokyo SOS. It's mm-hmm. it's a stone with the Mothra symbol and nice. it's mm-hmm. one of the like this part here glows and the stone mm-hmm. the stone tilts and vibrates like a compass to to something that they seek. Mm-hmm. And so she's she she goes on a since Mothra isn't ready, she goes on a journey on a on an outrigger, the Formosan mm-hmm. sea crossing boats. And it takes them to Wakasa province, Japan, Kyoto during the the Edo period mm-hmm. where where they're met by samurai warlords who oppose foreigners, but they're mm-hmm. they're quickly met by Kitsune Iki the Fox Uprising, which is based on the the real existing Iki uprisings, like the Goiki that were popular back then that opposed mm-hmm. the samurai conquest in favor of the the people instead of serving their masters. So was... oh go ahead. Mm-hmm. So the Kitsune Iki, they ward off the samurai and they welcome the the Formosans and take them to their encampment. And so they, 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 they start to get along, and they. You know, I gotta ask. Help. I hate to interrupt you, but I gotta ask: yeah. Are you writing this in Japanese? Or are you writing it in English? Starting out gonna... writing it in English. Okay. okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. So, are you going to translate okay. it into Japanese? And how do you feel that might change the story? I do plan on translating it into a sort of classical Japanese, like. Japanese how it was back then. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue, at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do I think it would change the story? I think it would I mean, make do you it. I think it would. Um, mm-hmm. Since there is a lot of Japanese that couldn't, that there isn't a word for in English, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of expression in this work that mm-hmm. would be a lot harder to translate into English, I think it would make it easier. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I just have to make a loophole around it. Like, English, mm-hmm. English, English, Japanese, English, 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 like like that. Okay. And anyhow, mm-hmm. onto the story. The Kitsuneiki help them to find what the stone is pointing to, and it leads to a magatama. That's a curved jewel necklace. Like I know you haven't uh-huh. watched the you haven't watched the Gamera trilogy yet, but one is very important to the plot of those. Mm-hmm. So the. Go ahead. Sorry. The Magatama necklace. Mm-hmm. It, those necklaces are said to contain a cherished soul. So the, the necklace contains the soul of a Kirin, an eastern unicorn. Oh, okay. I mean, this sounds really detailed okay. and yeah. Sounds interesting. Um, yeah. I, I encourage you to go ahead and 
Mm-hmm. You know, we've had we've had a number of authors on here. Mm-hmm. That one, the one woman, um, Serenity, mm-hmm. the author of Serenity, H.G. H.J. Vandreet. Mm-hmm. She had it, it, her book was 14, 15 years in the making, you know, and she yeah. finally published oh. it. Yeah, and this has been. I've, I've been working on the earliest draft of this is from like two thousand thirteen. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Now, I mean, I, I, I've always wanna... wanted to be a writer myself, and I just, yeah. I'm sorry that I've never followed up on it. Mm-hmm. I feel like, well, if I have. Um, oh, but... um, uh, I have to ask about your kitsune. Are they the? Uh, is that like a, a tribal thing, or is that more of a, a? I mean, are the kitsune in your universe? Um, uh, you know, the the mythical type, the fox people. Or are uh, they simply named that? Well, that will take a bit of backstory to explain. Yeah. Yes. Um, Kitsune Yuki was started by their their current leader in the story's parents, and mm. they're they're caught by the samurai warlords and taken to the penal colony of the island Oshima. Mm-hmm. And which was then for like Christian heretics and traitors, treason. So, so, so there's. So it's not going to gonna be them. like the, the Kitsune girls, like the fox girls with the tails and the no. the fox ears. Okay. No. It's more of so. a yeah, a literal person. Yeah. Okay. Are Just you curious? Fa- are you familiar with the writings of Yukio Mishima? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's a famous Japanese author, philosopher, okay. committed mm-hmm. seppuku. Mm-hmm. Uh, one point. Okay. But, well, pretty much your last point. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's been a really insightful, yep. interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I now, think you got a, real, a lot going for you, Eli. I really, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really impressed with your breadth of knowledge about Japanese culture and the dedication mm-hmm. you've shown to to understand it and, and learn the language. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, for us, so <laughs> me usually, who can barely conquer German, which is actually something my people should have spoken. Yeah. Well, I struggle with English, but <laughs> yeah, it, you know, as we close yeah, the show here, uh-huh. Lisa usually has a question for you. And okay. also if you, you want to promote any socials or any causes, any websites or anything that you want to, Talk about. So my final question is, is there anything that you would have liked to uh, liked for us to touch on that we did not, that you feel, you know, puts across your message? Uh, uh, I feel like we didn't really talk all that much about the movies that we watch. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I think you're right. But I think we can definitely... Uh, uh, now, uh, uh, what is it? Godzilla Final Wars? Mm-hmm. Okay, and The Returner. And then Returner. we watched the movie Millennium. We went off script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was good. I We really liked it. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we might even go ahead and watch the dub version just to see the okay. differences. Mm-hmm. It's like you the know? only dub I would recommend of the entire Godzilla franchise, so go ahead. Okay, cool. Um, and then... Uh, uh, I know that we are going to watch the other two movies as soon as we find them. Yeah, uh, well, we've already watched Returner yeah. and then um, the other one. 
Uh, so, I mean, I feel like talking about the movies too much in depth with all the rest of the stuff that you are into would have been um, half the, the story. So, and really what we want is to talk about the movies enough to, to have people go, oh, ha, huh, maybe I should go see that. Or maybe I should find yeah. that movie. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, you don't want to, you don't want to give a synopsis when you can give a tease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, as a woman, if you think about it, yeah, you know, I'd rather have the tease than the the full synopsis. I mean, you know, you can do the, yeah. Okay. And now, uh, do you have any socials you would like to promote or any projects that you would like, you know, to make people aware of that we haven't already discussed? I live under a rock. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> live under okay <laughs> not a problem not, having been out there what with everything going on no um oh one actually let me do one last thing okay. um how determined are you to eventually go to japan good question it's uh, a good question as i said are you uh, you don't I, have to be i would like to at least visit japan one day but i think i'm more interested to visit taiwan really Okay. Mm-hmm. That works too. I mean, I would think that you could do both since they're not, yeah. I mean, they're not that yeah. far apart. Right. No, right. yeah. The world is yeah. right there in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And yeah, they're both islands. Like to... mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe like you should get a pen pal in both Taiwan and Japan. Yeah. Or Taiwanese Japan. That's Japanese, like the second language there. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. Well, that we didn't cover the movies in full gives us reason to have you back again. <laughs> Fair enough. It's yeah. been a lot of fun. And I when really you get your book it. ready. Yeah. And if there's anything yeah. else you can think of that you would <laughs> like to uh, to discuss, we, uh, you've been an excellent guest. Thank you for coming on the Thank show. You. Uh-huh. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. All right, Eli. Have a good night, man. Night, listeners. Uh-huh. Bye, Aaron. We have social. Twitter. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Instagram. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Facebook. Yeah, uh-huh, pod. Website. www.yeah-uh-huh.com. So let us know. Hit us back. Have a great week. Hey.